in a house, a really big blue house with more windows than a cathedral, more doors than Monsters, Inc., more rooms than any hotel, motel, or inn. In my house lies an abundance of chairs, tables, dressers, nightstands, a clutter of couches, curtains, and closets. My house is full, full of peeling paint and leaky pipes and rotten floorboards, but you can ignore those things. My house is full of tenants who occupy every inch of space, so I'm left with the words, no vacancy, scrawled on my doorstep. These tenants have lived here almost as long as I have. Just up the stairs, there on the left, there's where my closest friend lives. From her vantage point, she sees anyone coming up the front walk and is quick to drown out the doorbell with the sound of her own voice saying, don't fret, dear soul. I have little matters for you to busy yourself with, much that does not matter at all. So I don't fret. I heed her words and I sit down at my desk and busy myself with the day's trifles. Apathy. Her voice lulls me and I ignore the knocking at the door. Another friend lives down the hall whose shouts can be heard throughout the whole night. Malicious words said through gritted teeth, he earns his keep by reminding me that he deserves to be here. He is justified. Others' words and others' lies drove anger to my door and I let him in. This is his home. Keep walking down the hall and you'll see some familiar faces. Shame is in the corner and in all the dark places. Pride struts through the house, dominating every space. And lust blares her music and insecurity follows behind me, stepping on my heels. Everybody has their place here. Every room is full. This is my house. This is my life. And I love it, right? I mean, of course I love it. These guests, they're my friends. They comfort me. They're there for me. They're quick to remind me of who I am. Oh, did I forget to introduce myself? Hi, my name is Fake It Till You Make It. Also known as Plastic, Whitewashed, Mask of Clichés. I'm Suck It Up, Buttercup, Smile and Nod, Conceal, Don't Feel. But I do feel. Even when I hear voices from every corner of the house telling me I'm fine, I know I'm not fine. I have spent decades sweeping tears under the rug. And to be honest, I could have gone on for decades more doing the exact same thing. Except for the letter. You know, the letter that arrived through the post slot in the front door on that sunny Monday morning. The letter that was addressed to a name that I hadn't heard in a long time. Steward. This is stupid, I thought. I'm not a steward. I'm the master of this house, and everyone knows that. But no, something told me this letter was for me. And so I opened it. And what I read changed me for eternity. My dearest steward, it said, Though many years have passed and many seasons gone by, it's time for you to clean the house. I am coming home. It was signed, The Master. Dumbfounded, dumbstruck, just dumb. I'm so dumb. How could I forget the architect, designer, master, owner of this house? The master, my master, is coming home? My duty as a steward overcame my despair, and I set to work. I flung open doors, shouting aloud for all to hear. It's cleaning day. All that is dark and woeful be gone. The master is coming home. One by one, each room is cleaned. Its floor swept, shutters opened, walls washed, corners dusted. And I sing as I work, feeling a new identity swirl about me and direct my hands. I am the steward of this mansion, entrusted with this treasure. When the rooms have been scrubbed clean, I turn to my friends. I have known all along what I must do, but it doesn't make it any easier. In a barely audible voice, I say, it's time for you to leave. 
their arms crossed and their faces scowl. They scoff at me, daring me to speak up and actually mean what I say. I fear I won't have the power to drive them out, that I haven't got the strength to turn them away. But the master's words flash through my mind, and I know that he has given me authority here. And in a much louder voice, I say, it's time for you to leave. And with the strength of the master, I shove them out the door. There is no room for them here any longer. My lifelong roommates scatter down the street, and I'm left alone in the quiet house, feeling its emptiness and feeling my emptiness. After a while, I hear footsteps on the walk. I start to get eager. My spirit is excited. I'm I'm waiting to meet the one whom I was made for. But suddenly, regrets start pouring into my mind. Like, what if he isn't pleased? What if the house isn't clean enough? What if I'm not clean enough for him? My heart pounds in my chest as the doorknob turns and the door swings open. And I look down, knowing that I'm not worthy to meet that gaze. Expecting a reprimand? I'm surprised when I feel his fingers on my chin, lifting my eyes to meet his. He wraps me up in peace as he says the words, Well done, my good and faithful servant. 